Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. This is Jeff Kelman of Solid Canine Training, and it is a Monday through Friday show, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I, and I try to do all five days. We've got uh, a couple of other podcasts. We usually do a Wednesday and a Friday evening show. This Friday night is Angelo's soccer game, so we're going to miss that. We have to make it up this weekend, and that's a Q&A show. My morning shows are um, uh, ranty. Um, I usually pick a single topic, and I go off on them. I'm motivated by a lot of the topics by people's comments. Um, pretty passionate about that. Um, I stray from dog training a little bit, which pisses people off. But that's originally I was not even to do a morning pod, podcasting show. I was going to do a political show, um, uh, what's going on the world show, because that's what I really want to start talking about. Because as our country gets slowly destroyed and our, our men become less manly and um, the true meaning of a feminist is, is gone and, and all kinds of stuff. But let's stick to dog training today. But don't be surprised if I go off on little tangents. I'm pretty passionate about what I do, especially dog training, because the basis of this show, the basis of my existence is to help other people have a better life with their dog. Most people do not know what it's like to have a trained dog. Most people, their bar is so low that they can't even take their dog out in public without their dog misbehaving. And on the flip side, when people see a well-trained dog, you're critiqued, like the dog looks sad, shut down. Um, why isn't the dog like all happy? Well, your out of control dog is not necessarily happy. Just to give everybody a heads up, your out of control dog is mostly going through a lot of stress and anxiety where an in-control dog is probably struggling with not that whatsoever. Um, feel free to ask questions on the topic at hand, and I usually have time for some other topics. I try to keep this to an hour show because then I've got to get dogs out and training and at least at a minimum running. Um Somebody made a comment, and I and I'm talking. I've talked to some people, and most people realize that there's two polarizing camps in dog training, which makes it very, very, very confusing to a dog owner. So there's this one camp out there that is the positive reinforcement force-free camp which I find to be a little bit misleading and a little bit of scammy. And when you say force-free, there is absolutely supposedly no force used, no coercion used. It's written right there. It's written right there. When you talk about positive reinforcements, people will say, and they don't. They redirect. 
and we will say, well, they don't correct. And they will say, yes, we do. And I'm like, no, you don't. Because anybody that corrects their dog, you immediately attack them. Anybody that corrects their dog, you immediately attack them. So I see a pattern. So for people to say that they correct their dogs, but they practice positive reinforcement, you're actually not correcting your dogs. You're not correcting your dogs. You're not applying a punisher. Well, in my words, you are, but in your words, you are not because you just want to stick to your agenda, which your cult um, says you have to, and you cannot break that narrative or you'll be kicked out of the club and you'll be shamed. Ironically, most of these issues like leash reactivity can be stopped with correction. Most unwanted behaviors cannot be stopped with a reward or the withholding of reward. It has to be um, corrected with applying an aversive, which by the way, is part of the science, but we don't talk about that at all because that's a rabbit hole that we can go down to all day long. We just train dogs. But what I'm finding out is that when you say you correct dogs, people assume, people assume, not all people, that that's all you do. That's all you do. And this is something that's really interesting. When the big bonking debacle of 2019 other than Gary Wilkes, I was one of the first people to ever show bonking. If you know what bonking is, all it is is a talking, a talking. All it is is a cotton towel being deployed on a dog. Yes, thrown at a dog at the moment of loading, which a lot of people don't know. They actually don't know how to actually prop. Most people don't know how to properly apply a punisher. They hear the word punisher and they immediately go to abuse. But... It's really ironic that when people were watching the edited false narrative 20-second to 30-second video of me bonking a dog instead of the 20 to 30-minute video that we put out that was highly edited with a false narrative, the amount of death threats I got. I'm stopping a dog from biting other dogs and biting people by literally using a one second applied punisher and I should die. My family should die. I shouldn't own a dog. I'm going to find you and beat the shit out of you and you shouldn't even own a dog. And I'm thinking, do people think that people that correct dogs, that's all they do? That's all they do. Let me explain the way that our training center works. I can't speak for others, but our training. And we specialize in stopping unwanted behaviors. A dog comes into our training center, and if there is immediately dangerous unwanted behavior, such as 
going after us, going after a dog, excessive barking, excessive whining, jumping up on us, um, trying to break out of a crate. Those things have to be addressed through a punitive way. But let's say you don't have that. The first one to two weeks of a six-week boarding train is positive reinforcement. Go figure. Food, rewards, markers, clicker training. It's all done textbook style positive reinforcement training. Now, does anybody have a problem with that? Most dog trainers that practice, that apply an aversive to a dog, do the same thing. They put a good baseline of obedience on the dog using a reward-based system. Now, when it comes to the poofing stage, well, you've got to start applying a punisher for either not listening or for breaking a command. Or you'll never get compliance, reliability, reliability around distractions. No matter how many rewards you give the dog, the dog is still going to break command because Mother Nature is much stronger than your training. Mother Nature will override all that. Distractions will override all that. So that's when you apply a Punisher. 86,400 seconds in a day, a Punisher lasts for one to three seconds. How about those other 86,397 seconds of the day? Are we going to throw that all out because of one Punisher? Are we going to make a death threat to somebody and threaten their family and to rape their children? And this is all firsthand. I have the, I have the screenshots. This is not made up stuff. This was a huge debacle. Are we going to throw all of that out because we stop a dangerous behavior? Here's something really, really ironic. Let's say we don't stop the behavior. And a dog goes after another dog. A dog goes after a kid. A dog jumps up on grandma and knocks, knocks grandma over. So listen to this. We stop jumping on people in about three seconds. Through an aversive. People think that's mean because we stopped the behavior. But for some reason, the dog jumping on a person, the dog jumping on grandma and knocking her over, the dog jumping on Johnny, who's four years old and knocking him over, injuring them, sometimes injuring people to the point of they dislocate a shoulder, get scratched up, get a concussion, need physical therapy. 
The owner of that dog who can't control their dog, are they being given death threats? Is somebody emailing them and threatened to rape their children? Are they saying you should never own a dog? Is that happening? Is that happening? Or are people playing it off with a ha-ha, the dog's excited to see you, I'm working on it, the dog's in training. But jumping can be stopped quicker than teaching sit. Stopping jumping can be easier and quicker than teaching a reliable sit. So why are the people that are actually preventing harm to others so targets of attack, but the people who don't stop the behavior and whose dogs continue to do it, why are they getting a free pass? It's an interesting question. It's very, very interesting. And it makes me wonder why people that stop behaviors, because people that don't believe in aversive are not stopping behaviors. They're not. I'm sorry that they're not. They're, they just, they are not. And they might admit that they're, they're not using aversives, they're not using punitive measures, but they actually are, but they just don't either realize it or don't admit it. Force-free trainers is a lie. It's a 100% lie. There's no such thing. It's impossible. It's impossible. So I'm wondering why there's so much anger towards people that are actually training their dogs to a very even average competency to good competency, but people that are not doing it are getting free passes. It's really interesting. It's really, really interesting. It makes you wonder where people's heads are at. It makes you wonder that it's become socially acceptable to have a badly behaved dog. And when you have a well-trained dog, something's wrong. It makes, it makes me wonder when 
people find it funny or they make every excuse in the book why a dog will charge, lunge, and attempt to bite, bite. They have every excuse in the book. They don't get attacked, but the people that are actually stopping it are getting attacked. I'm very confused about this. I'm very confused about this. So do people think that because you use, you apply a punisher to instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior, that that's all you do? And, and it's funny because people will often say that you don't understand dog training. I'm told that often. And I'm like, I don't? I'm stopping an unwanted behavior and I fully know how to train a wanted behavior and I use a reward-based system, but I don't understand dog training. Really? If anything, I understand it more than someone who doesn't use a punisher to stop an unwanted behavior because I'm not denying facts. So I think there's a lack of communication. And it's funny because you usually don't see people that practice a more balanced approach. And that means just people that are sharing both sides of the story with their dog. You usually don't see them going on... Um, you usually don't see them going on people's pages and attacking them. But you often see, but you often see people that quote unquote say they're positive only, force free only, always going on attack. Always, always going on attack. This is not every one of them, but many, many of them do. They jump on your page and they attack you. They jump on another page, they attack them. They jump on another page and attack them. But meanwhile, are they rehabbing aggression? Are they rehabbing nervous, fearful, anxious dogs? Some of them might be. Aggression, I doubt. True aggression, I doubt. I'm waiting to see that. You know, there's a lot of pages that I go on to that quote 
reward only, but they don't have actually content. They just share stories, but they actually don't have any content. So why is there this miscommunication and lack of education? Is it because the 1% is just really loud and their message is being heard? Is that it? Is that it? So, that's what I wanted to discuss today. All right, let's go right to the questions. Uh, probably a bunch of good mornings we're going to start off with. We'll just go right to them. Um, Snuggle Bun says, good morning, everyone. J.D. Walker, let's go. Yukon Huskies. Um, the only dog left with a dog is a mascot in March Madness. Didn't know that. I don't follow sports, but I guess that's good. I don't, I don't really care what your, I don't care what your mascot is, other than people changing mascots to be more politically correct and woke. That I've got a problem with. I have a huge problem with um, large companies, Uncle Ben, Aunt Jemima, um, changing their logos that have been around forever. Um, because of wokeness that I've got a problem with because 1% of people are yelling and screaming. I would just say, fuck off. If you don't like our brand, don't buy it. I actually don't buy brands that have actually changed their logo. So people, I don't buy brands that have changed their logo because they bent to the mob and I can't stand companies that don't stand up to the mob and they bend a knee can't stand them I think that's the that I think that's not a good business decision but he says good morning good morning Murph good morning good morning Wasim says one Plus three is four. Um, Mickey says, my dog is my sanity in this world. He is a huge part of my peace. Yeah, dogs are great for a lot of things. Bernie says, happy Friday, my people. Happy Friday to you. Uh, Montauk 311, good morning. Good morning to you. Jojo, hello, everybody. Murph says, good morning. Good morning. Heidi says, you're amazing. I'm just some dude with a podcast, but thank you. Maggie, my dog sometimes brings frozen poop in the house. That's disgusting. I usually throw a ball to get her out, um, then not let her back in until it's dropped. Suggestions? Yeah. Teach your dog the out command. Well, first of all, teach your dog not to pick up poop. And you do that with a, with a shock collar. When I say the word, I use the word punishment. You can use the word correction if you want to. It's the same thing. 
Um, people will argue all day long, and it's like, no, it's the same thing. I also call shock collars, e-collars, remote collars. It's the same thing. A lot of people say, don't call it a shock collar because it's not. I'm like, yeah, it is. So get your dog to learn the out command. You can also make the picking the act of picking up food, poop hot. So you're, you're standing inside, your dog is outside, it has its collar on. When it goes to pick up the poop, you make it suck. That's how you stop that. But you should also probably teach it out. You don't redirect with the ball. Alva says, good morning, good morning to you. John says, good morning, good morning. Good, good morning from to Rick and James. Heidi says, I was watching negative videos on dog trainers. Yeah, there's a lot of them out there, which I, I find very unprofessional. And found you through that. Thank God for your haters. I would never have discovered your program. Yeah. Haters don't bother me. I talk about them a lot, just but not in the context that it bothers me. I've been doing this for 20 years, guys. I've been podcasting and radio showing for 13 years. I've been getting it all my life. Not all my life, but for the last 20 years, I've been getting it. And it's it's no big fucking deal. Uh, Jay Drinkwater, people don't even know what loading looks like even when they live with a dog loading every day. Yep. Most people are very, that's why we show videos of loading. And that's why we explain that's when you correct a dog at the loading stage. Like I've said this probably 10,000 times. I've shown this at seminars. Every one of my seminars, over 300 of them, which I'm not doing anymore, except for the Mastermind, which is a week-long seminar. So down in Florida now, we moved the training center to Florida. It'll be open officially around the 10th of April. Um, Courtney should be arriving in the next two days. She packed up a U-Haul and she's moving it down here. Um, we just finished up a sale. Um, there'll be another sale, one more sale coming up. We'll be announcing the dates. I will be flying up to Providence. If anybody wants to stop by and say goodbye, um, I'll probably be flying up to Providence in the next week or two. And we'll be having a everything from a dollar to $10. There'll be some things that'll be a little bit more like a treadmill, but almost everything that's left will be anywhere from $1 to $10. Why? Because I don't want to hire a big dumb dumpster. That's why. I also want to give back. Um, I might even have some stuff for free. Um, Jay Drinkwater, people don't even know. Oh, I already read that one. Sid says, new daycare dog, untrained, over-aroused. Anxious owner wants to know what happened. He came in that way to me, explaining training helps all. Um, she's inserted emotions. Yeah, I mean, what happened? Your dog isn't trained is what happened. You have an untrained dog. Deb says, good morning, Jeff. My German Shepherd and I are in a Sandwork seminar today. Oh, that's fun. She rocks the sport. She's so much fun, completely off-leash, and has a great off-button. Yeah, scent work is a lot of fun. We'll be doing scent. Excuse me. We'll be doing scent work and trick training in Florida. We got a board and train program down in Florida. We'll be doing scent work. We'll be doing um, trick training. A lot of fun stuff. We'll be doing live scent work, live trick training 
on video. We have a new membership program starting up within two months where you spend 30 to $40 a month with lots of lives, lots of lives. Um, Mickey says, jump, jump up and nipping dangerous and some dogs grow in power because they're allowed. Yes, so it's very dangerous. Why aren't those people? Why aren't those people getting yelled at and getting death threats? Why? If your dog displays a bad behavior, so counter surfing, your dog jumps up on the counter, ingests something, you have to rush to the hospital, put into emergency surgery. People are like, "I'm glad it worked out." Um. Thank God your dog, you know, survived all this positive stuff. But why, if I can stop that cold in about three seconds, if I stop your dog and save you $3,500 to $8,000, why is it that trainers like myself who prevent counter surfing get death threats? belong in jail, get threatened with our lives, which is a death threat. Why? And if people don't realize this, it happens daily to dog trainers who practice stopping dogs from doing things. This is a very, very, very angry industry with a lot of very, very, very unprofessional, immature people. My son is 10. He has more emotional intelligence than a lot of these people. Uh, Jamie says, uh, happy Friday. I'm over 50 and never knew what loading meant. I'm learning as much with every show and video, untrained dogs, and people can be... Um, a menace, education changes everything. Yep, they sure can. Question of our times affects every walk of life. Yes. But you know, that's another thing is people can't have civil discussions. They actually don't know how. They actually don't know how to have an actual discussion. And that's the internet's fault, probably. You think the internet would expose people to better discussions? Because there's great videos out there on how to have a proper discussion, how to have a proper debate. But the internet has been hijacked by, because of the algorithms through big tech, by just hate. Hate, 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 hate. Heidi says, I am so, so sorry you're experiencing that. Don't be, don't, don't feel sorry for me. I can handle it. I can handle it. Many dog trainers cannot. And they go, they end up closing their businesses. I can handle it. Like, you can throw anything at me you want to. I'm not some fucking pussy. I'm not a wimp. No. Most people don't know what hardship is. I know what hardship is. I'm 57 years old. I got my first business at nine. 
I started working for cash at nine years old. I've had, I've had a lot happen to me in my life. I know what hardship is. I can handle a lot that is thrown at me. Lisa, good morning, Jeff. Great topic. I totally agree with you. There is a crazy double standard, but it's not isolated to dollar training. That's true. That's true. Hi, Heidi. Um, Ava says, hi, Heidi. I found Jeff the same way. I saw a video, then watched Jeff's original. When I saw they were full of crap, I bought Green New Graduate and loved every moment since. No regrets, loyal fan. Yeah. That's what people don't understand. Anybody that makes an edited video, puts a false narrative on it, is the same scum that does the same stuff with, you know, anybody else online that does does it with well-known, you know, well-known interviews. Like Jordan Peterson. They edit his videos. Andrew Tate. They edit his videos. Numerous other people, they edit his videos. But when you watch long format videos, a lot of things make more sense, which doesn't mean you have to agree with everything, but they make more sense. Terry G uh, saw the edited Blanc video. Wow, found the full version. Here I am, grateful for you. Um, the Creed transformation intake to go home phenomenal yep we've had well ten thousand dogs we've had a lot of go homes we've had a lot of videos Heidi says fuck them i wouldn't even address those nuts those nut jobs well i do it to empower so this is the thing heidi the reason why i address it is because i get emails constantly from younger trainers that they have been empowered by it to put more of their work out. That's why I do it. I do it so other trainers have the confidence to put their work out because they're afraid to do it. They're afraid they're afraid to put their work out. Don't give them another second of your time. They're jealous. Go to go to the police and then done. The world is crazy. The police can't help you. The police can't help you. Trust me on this. They can't help you. We had FBI involved. They can't help you. They can't help you. These are just people sitting behind a keyboard. They're called keyboard warriors. And they have no interest in anything. They have no interest in anything, but the police can't help you. There's nothing they can do about it. Rick says people don't think there's a problem. Um, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. They actually find it cute. And you know what? I mean, here's a great example is I was leaving soccer practice the other day with Angelo and I had a dog with me. I had two dogs with me, actually. And um, there was a woman that had two dogs with her, small breed dogs. And they were on flexies. And this is not a flexi conversation. I mean, like, I'm not a fan of flexies, but whatever. 
It's not a flexi conversation. But the dog was 20 feet ahead of her, pulling, you know, this dog was about 15 pounds, a little terrier. And it was pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling. And she was smiling. It's a cute dog. But I'm thinking to my, the first thing I'm thinking to myself is if that dog ever got free from that leash, that dog would be gone. That dog would be gone. Most people think unwanted behaviors are cute. And they think wanted behaviors, something's wrong with a dog. Terry G said, sad thing, there was no concern for the owner who had the dog in the edited videos. Yeah, the dog, let's see, the, the Great Pyrenees, which is 135 pounds, was a, is a service dog, a real, a real service dog, and pulled its owner out of the wheelchair numerous times and she landed on her face because the dog became dog reactive. And the other dog, the black dog, anytime it saw a bicycle would bite its owner. And there was no concern about them whatsoever. And everybody worried about the dog, which nothing happened to the dogs except for they changed their behavior. And um, no concern. Everybody's worried about the poor dog. Poor dog, poor dog, poor dog. Dogs dogs bite. I mean, there's like, what are, what are those three Rottweilers that killed a woman in their apartment building? She was up in her apartment building and the neighbor's three Rottweilers killed her. There's people out there that felt bad for the dogs. Those people that felt bad, all these dogs should have been shot on sight. All these dogs should have been shot on sight. So if I would have been walking down the hall, seeing these three dogs attacking this woman, they'd be dead. Oh my God, Jeff kills dogs. I'm like, no, I neutralize threats. Who's got the balls to say that? Who else feels that way? Does anybody else feel that way? That all these dogs should die? They're killing. I mean, they killed a woman. They killed a human being. And what should we do with these dogs? Oh, they're misunderstood. They had a bad life. It's the owner's fault. But the dogs killed the woman the dog shouldn't be walking the face of the earth but everybody's afraid to talk like that everybody's afraid it's just like god forbid we ever go to war all this fucking wokeness shit disappears all this fucking wokeness shit disappears God forbid we ever go to war. I know I know females that are in the military. I know plenty of females that are in the military. My cousin is a fighter jet pilot. 
those really, really fast fighter jets. Single or double cockpit person, cockpit jets that fly around at supersonic speeds that shoot missiles, drop bombs at targets. My cousin does that. She's a female. Then became an instructor. I know plenty of females, but if we ever go to war, I assure you, gender roles start changing. Wokeness changes. People will stop giving a shit about all the stuff that is in the news now. If we are truly at war, it happened during World War One, World War Two, the Vietnam War, the Korean War. Soulbite Entertainment. I got attacked for linking your course for resource guarding as someone in need because you don't have a paper from their approved cult that charges thousands of dollars, right? Because I don't have, but, but okay, that's fine. So I got attacked. So I can stop resource guarding in three seconds. I can stop resource guard. I, I eliminate it in three seconds. I've got videos to prove it. I've shown it in every one of my seminars. I explain it to people how to do it online. I'm highly successful at it. But because I don't have a certificate, I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. Who has a certificate and explain to me how to stop resource guarding? Not train another behavior by redirecting, but stopping resource guarding. Redirection does not stop a behavior. F-Y-I. Murph says, it's easier for those kinds of people to focus on the negative than admit the facts or the truth. It's a direct reflection of who they and how they choose to live their lives. It's unfortunate. It is. Stacey says, yes. Murph says they can uh, learn something that works but want. Yes. Angelo's game. I'm sorry. Last night they had practice. I got my dates mixed up. Tonight from six to seven is his game. Tonight from six to seven is his game. So practice went well yesterday. I just got my dates mixed up. He has a Friday night game. I'll film some of it or put it on stories. Jamie says our society is overflowing with double standards, hypocrisy, and lack of. Accountability for bad manners and actions is truly astonishing in some ways. Oh, it is. It is. It is. Heidi. Oh, thanks, Ava. Um, I have a very large and powerful dog. Um, another trainer. Training does not work. Up. She's a fucking actress that answered a casting call that knew nothing about dog training and was sued by her first production company because she lied about her credentials. And the original person that was supposed to be cast 
for the role who is an actual dog trainer. Unfortunately, they decided not to use her because of her physical appearance. So instead, they got someone that they perceived as prettier but had no experience. That is the story behind this actress. She's an actress who does not train dogs. All of this can be looked up and you can talk to people that are part of the production company. You can talk to people that know firsthand. You can talk to people that were on the set. You can talk to people that made the decisions. You can look up the lawsuit that she was sued. You can get all of the transcripts. Hannibal, Heidi, I also found Jeff because of haters. I had a GST jumping on me, biting, tearing holes in skin and clothes. Nobody gives a shit about that, Hannibal. I was told to ignore, turn around, be defenseless. The haters led me to solid cannon training fix. Yep. So, Hannibal, you should stand there, turn your back, let the dog continue to do it because they don't care about your safety. They don't care about your safety. They don't care that you were getting bit, that your clothes were being ripped, that you were being jumped on. They don't, they honestly don't care. They only care about the dog's happiness. Meanwhile, that can be fixed again in three seconds. Like a lot of this stuff can be fixed in three seconds. How? Make it uncomfortable to jump on people, it will stop. Walk up to a female in a bar, be inappropriate. You'll get and if the if the female kicks you in the nuts, grabs the back of your head, slams it on the bar, sweeps your legs, and you fall on the ground and say, don't ever do that again to anybody. Now, that's not what you should do to your dog. But I'm saying that's called boundary setting. It's called consequences. And I'm sure it would change the person's behavior. Dogs like kids need boundaries. Uh, those people sending the hate messages probably have neither. Yeah. And I don't, I, guys... I don't, I, I can't say this so much, I can't tell you how many times I've said, I don't care about the hate messages. It doesn't bother me. I just put it out there because it does bother other trainers and I want them to feel empowered. And if you want to truly change the world, put your fucking shit out there and say, fuck you to the haters. Because they will back down. Because they've never been punched in the face before. Um, I can see he's really shaken up by this. I'm not sure who you're talking about. Uh, but hi, hi, Heidi. I have a large, powerful working class German Shepherd. Jeff saved my sanity. Well, thank you. Von Fraunhofer German Shepherds love the scent live. Yeah, we're excited about it too. 
A lot of great stuff can be happening down here in Florida. We're doing board and trains currently right now. You can sign up. Go to salicaninetraining.com, fill out a contact form, sign up for it. Also, if you want to buy an online class, you go to academy.solidcaninetraining.com. Maggie says, thanks for being so accessible. Jeff, you're so helpful. Oh, thank you. I think we had a nice conversation on the phone. Um, Daniel from New Zealand, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic. I hope everything in New Zealand is fine. I hope your new prime minister is doing well after the other one um, stepped down. Ava says, a week ago, my neighbor's GSD got out and passed me while I was out walking my dog. He went after a woman walking who started sort of firing rounds at it. It bit a man who intervened. Yep. Yep. Nobody cares. And the five cop cars showed up and they got a huge ticket. That's at least a consequence. Three, two, one, and me, off topic question. When I'm working on duration with things like down plays, et cetera, should I periodically say good? Yeah. If your dog doesn't break command. Or should that just be said once they comply as the marker until break? You can say good in a neutral tone, good, good. We do all the time. We do good and then food. If it doesn't have the dog break the command. Heidi said, your answer, the general population is crazy. I wish these nut jobs. I don't know about the general population. I just think there's a large, a small part of the population that is really loud. That's my interpretation of it all. Um, I wish these nut jobs an unruly dog that eats their drywall and all their prized belongings. Yeah. And some of them do, Heidi. Some of them do, but they're in denial. Sid, I mean, I remember talking to somebody that um, their dog already went through three leather couches. I'm pretty sure leather couches are expensive. I'm pretty sure. Even your cheapest leather couch has got to be at least $1,000. And I said, have you thought about creating your dog at a minimum when you leave the house? Oh my God, crates are mean. So it's so enclosing a dog in a crate to keep it from biting couches. Now you can stop the dog from biting couches, but enclosing a dog from in a crate when you leave the house so your dog doesn't destroy your property is mean, but eating the couches is not. Your dog can actually die from eating couches. Um, people have a hard time accepting they're being lied to on training dogs. Yes, they are. Jojo, the dog training in the UK TV right now, marketed as positive methodology, is scary to see and dangerous. I vowed to not watch this poop anymore as they refuse to say no and punish unwanted behavior. Yes, that's the way the dog training is going. Rick Palmer, no, you said earlier something along the lines of what people think in my response was supposed to be people don't think. And that is the problem. Sorry about that. Rick, you confused me with that again. If I was confused the first time, I'm more confused now. Seriously, he said Creed was the great pit who attacked stuff, staff members when handed off his owners left. I believe it was Brittany. Yes. Oh, yeah. Creed was a challenge. Creed ended up a great dog. Uh, multiple great Pyrenees. Mom trains with e-cowers for six years with Just Videos. Thank you. Um, thank God for you. So real. Yeah. I mean, great Pyrenees are livestock guardian dogs. 
Great Pyrenees will have no problem killing a coyote with no training whatsoever. Uh, Bonita, I appreciate you speaking up against well, companies, I've discovered some great new foods and products after dropping the ones that bend a knee. Oh yeah, I will. I will. I will not use your product if you if you changed your slogan, your logo, um, um, uh, uh, any of that shit. To like, there are companies out there. I don't know the history of Aunt Jemima. Someone educate me on this, but I don't think. They all of a sudden came up with a syrup and said, let's put an old black lady on the logo and sell more. Maybe they did. Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben is what? A racist name? Who out there has an who out there has a parent with a brother? named Ben, white or black. Well, guess what his name is to you? Uncle Ben. So when you say the word Uncle Ben, you're being racist. Just an FYI, according to certain populations. Um, Jojo said, curiosity made me watch just one episode and I feel emotionally drained. And I feel for those who take their dogs to these folks as their issues won't be stopped. Nope, they won't be. Stacey, 40 years ago when the San Fran lady was killed and they were quarantined Corso's 1990s or early 2000s. Yeah, there's been, there's been numerous times. Those dogs should be shot on site as well. Yes, neutralize these, the threat, kill those dogs and the owner should be imprisoned. Yep. Yeah. I don't know about the owners being imprisoned, but the owners should be held responsible. Absolutely. I mean, they they can they can absolutely hold them for some crime. Kim says, "Good morning, Jeff. Uh, you know, um, if that little dog at the field got loose and ran up to my dog frantically and yelping, my dog could have hurt." Yep. Jonas says it's plain uh, idiot. Ah, you're using big fucking words. Ideology, no other way to put it. Yes, James. Laughing my ass off, a real service dog, LOL. Well, there's fake service dogs left and right. She referred to as a soldier, not a female, right? She is a soldier. My cousin. They don't, they don't, they don't do this whole male female thing. They're soldiers. Mickey says, um, is the mini, just, mini 300 good for us as a reasonable behaved bull terrier would like proof and get quicker response? He does all the obedience stuff motivated so much with food, but you got to get him off the food eventually. That's on me. I realize food is fun for them. It is. I cater to that. That's fine. Most people do. He also doesn't dart off, stays pretty close. That's good, but occasionally would just walk off if not um, going to him, telling him you're Ah, you're too far, but not considered off-leash at all. He's deaf. Oh, if you have a deaf dog, a remote collar is fantastic. It's fantastic. Just looking at my, there's something, there's something dead in the pool. Um, so, uh, yeah, remote collar would be fantastic for you. Um, Rick Palmer says, I guess I'll have to quit using the Google voice recognition for this. It doesn't understand Southern very well. It doesn't, it doesn't even speak, understand my language very well. 
Did you get new glasses? Yes, I did. These are new. I got two new pairs. These and another pair. Um, thank you, Jeff, for empowering the responsible and accountable. You're welcome. And I put up the academy.solidcanintrain.com. Please go there and buy courses. There's fantastic courses that you can buy. CC4, you're right. Small population that's loud, sadly speaking, for many, because if many hear it, they think it's valid. Yes. Those few thinks it's valid. Agreed. From Stacy. Kim says, LOL. Why would someone continue to buy three leather couches versus buying a train, uh, buying a trainer or a crate? Ha ha. Kim, don't use logic. If you start using logic, you'll go crazy. You can use logic. Cheryl says, hello, hello, Stacy. I gravitated away from those businesses being woke by, by dating butter for 30 years, done, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, there's many reasons. At first, I'm very, uh, I'm 57 years old, so I'm very, uh, I've always been concerned about ingredients because my mom was big on ingredients. Oh my gosh, 50 years ago. Um, so I've been instilled in me about ingredients and food. I'm looking at packaging, which in Europe is different than the packaging here because you're using less ingredients, not as many preservatives and additives. And in some you've got, there's 160 um, additives in um, Europe that are legal here. I believe there's about 300. Hey, good morning, Ange. That are illegal in um, China. That are legal illegal in China, but legal here. Rick says, "Sorry again. Was agreeing with you. I will just leave it at that." Okay, great, Rick. That's that's that, that I understand. Ms. Two Megan. Um, guess whose dogs doesn't eat shit anymore? Mine, laughing my fucking ass off. Jeff, you're amazing. It's simple to understand. Make it uncomfortable for them. It's like touching a stove. One and done. Logic. That's the problem. It's logic. Jojo says, thanks for a great stream. I wish everyone a wonderful day and weekend ahead. What a great way to close out that show. And I'm going to say goodbye to you right now because I've got my morning stuff to get done. And it's going to be a very busy day. And I'll talk to everybody this weekend, somehow, somewhere. All right, everybody. Everybody. Um, sure, Ange. Even with your hair not combed, buddy? Come on. Wait, we're going to do it this Sunday, right? Probably. Okay. Hello, so 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We don't know what time it's going to be. Oh. Well, it's going to be Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Anyway, hey, so, uh, Sunday the... Sec second. Yeah, Sunday the second. And... Uh, yeah, anyway, Sunday the 2nd, and I'm going to do a podcast on Norse mythology. Why don't you turn on Fun Facts? Why? Because it's so good. It's been a while since we've done mythology. Okay, we'll do mythology. I think we should do it. It's your podcast. All right. Norse Thanks. mythology. Thanks, Ange. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. I, do pay I just did a Patreon on Thursday. And Wendy. I just did a Patreon on uh, Thursday. So my next one, no, maybe it wasn't on Thursday because I've had to mix up Tuesdays and Thursdays is Angelo's soccer practice. So I think I did it Friday.
I think I did it Friday, actually. Friday from 6 to 7. I think I did it. No, Friday was yesterday. I forgot when I did it. All right, everybody, I got to get going. Take care. Bye-bye. Madly in love with all of you.